0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the What A Breeze podcast. How are we? How are we doing? How's your week been? I hope it's been good, I hope it's been blessed. I am quite frankly living my best life right now. The weather in London, it's simply perfect. It's boiling, it's giving oven, it's given melting my face off and that is is my optimal, um, body temperature, so I'm really enjoying myself right now, the podcast hit 100 downloads last night, um, not last night, the night before, do you know what, all these days are a blur to me, the podcast has got over 100 downloads right now, which is crazy to me, I did cry myself to sleep, out of sheer joy and just else just a bit overwhelmed and I'm so thankful and so grateful that you guys seem to be enjoying it I hopefully it can only go up from here and I just thank the Lord because this is truly a blessing so today's episode is not going to be a rant well I don't I don't foresee it being a rant I asked you guys to ask me some questions on Instagram Because I feel like I do Q&A's quite often on my Instagram, but I feel like this is much more of a better way for me to like flesh out answers. This is definitely going to be a longer episode than the previous two, but I don't actually, and I don't actually know what questions you guys have asked. I'm going to open it up now and, you know, it's just going to be a fun, chill episode. Again, hopefully, depending on the questions. So, you know, get a cup of coffee, get a tea, you know, put your AirPods in or whatever you're using. Play this in the background and let's go. All right. So the first question that I have here is what excites you most in life lately? Both big things and small things. I feel like I'm in a very... I'm gonna say this, and I know some people's ears are gonna perk up, but just, just stay with me. In a very prosperous time in my life. And I don't mean that like prosperity gospel, you know, kind of way. But just the beginning of this year was rough that's the only way i can describe it it was thing after thing after thing and i really did have to lean on the lord it was it was a lot but now coming out of that it seems to just be just good thing after good thing and i'm trying to make sure that i don't take these for granted and i Make sure that all, I use all these blessings for God's glory. So one thing, one big thing that I'm excited about, you guys know I'm moving um, next year to um, America. for I should be there for about eight months to a year. And that's a big thing that I'm very excited about, but also trying to make sure that I steward it well. So I'm... T- working extra hours at work so I can save more money and make sure I'm comfortable during the stay. I'm trying, gonna make sure that I'm plugged into a good church. And so that's one big thing that I'm really excited about. One small thing that I'm excited about is... I don't know, really. What's a small thing that I'm excited about? Um the Amazon Rings of Power show that's coming out soon. I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm just excited about life, really. Like everything, I just wake up so happy and just so thankful. So this podcast is a, well, I wouldn't call this a small thing, but I'm excited about this. I'm just, I'm just in a really, really happy mindset right now so i guess that's my answer (laughs) all right next question do you plan on posting your podcast on youtube um not right now maybe eventually i will um i'm not really one of the upsides about this is I'm literally doing this in my pajamas. <laughs> um, in my pajamas, the lighting in my bedroom is not the greatest after the sun goes down, and I the podcast was. I wanted to do it because I wanted to talk more, and it's just a really good medium for like time management, because I film I record this after work, and so. I don't think right now at the stage of life that I'm into with my work hours and like my social hours, that's a thing because I'd have to get the camera lighting, like actual proper big box lights and a whole, it would be a whole production that I just do not have the time, nor really the space for right now. So maybe eventually that's something to work towards. Definitely. But for now, while the podcast is in its baby stages I would say no. All right, next question: What artists do you want to see in concert most? Ooh, that is a really hard question. Mostly because my most of my favorite quote-unquote artists are from like musicals. <laughs> um, they're not actual singers. Um, I would want to see Jason Aldine. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a necessity. I would want to see, well, I did actually, I went to see the ABBA, like the hologram that they had here in London. I did go to see that. That was, quite frankly, that was amazing. And I had the time of my life. I'm trying to think who else would I want to see in, hmm in concert. Maybe also that's another thing. Most of my favourite artists are dead. So I don't <laughs> Okay, we're gonna leave it Do you know what? You didn't say dead or alive. So I'm gonna I'm gonna if I had the option to, you know, had God seen fit to put me to live in a different time, I probably would have gone to see Elvis in concert, not gonna lie to you. Definitely would have gone to see James Brown. And Aretha Franklin Ooh, and Whitney Houston. This could go on forever. I'm gonna stop now. But yeah, if for in like real life, I, I want to see Jason Aldean within like the next few years. Because I love country music. Okay, next question. Oh, this is a more deep question. Do you believe in cessationalism? So if you don't know what this is, This is one of the, I don't want to say debates, I guess debates, dividing viewpoints in Christianity um, about the spiritual gifts. So um, healing, you know, supernatural healing, speaking of tongues, things like that. And there is a camp that believes that those gifts have ceased. so... They no longer exist in our modern age. And then there is a camp that believe that they do exist. And this is not a salvation issue. I do want to point that out, even though it can get there if you take it too far. I am not a cessationist. I am, probably would be described as very cautious continuationist. I don't see any biblical evidence to say that the spiritual gifts have been definitively ended. Um, it doesn't say that in scripture. I know this is this is a point of kidding like don't at me. <laughs> um it doesn't actually say that in scripture. From what I've seen, the evidence for people that believe that the spiritual gifts have ceased is that they're no longer mentioned within later texts of the Bible. That's that doesn't really stand up well for me. However, I also don't believe that a lot of what we do see in modern day Christianity is actually the um that is actually spiritual gifts. I believe a lot of it is pomp and people getting in their own emotions and some of it actually is just pure falsehood. So, I am very careful when it comes to that and so while I don't believe the spiritual gifts have ended, I also am very skeptical of a lot of the manifestations that people claim to have with that. So yeah, that's, um, that's how I feel about that. Okay, next question. Current favorite drink? Um, my favorite drink shall and always will be um, apple juice. I love a good apple juice. My favourite fizzy drink, and I I think America's say pop or soda, Um, Coca-Cola. Plain, old, original Coca-Cola. Yes, before the health and wealth girlies, you know, the crunchy mums come for me. Am I aware that it is poison? Absolutely. Do I really? Am I going to stop drinking it? no. And that is just that on that. Um, okay, next question. Are you happy living in the UK? I love the UK. I would live here forever, to be honest. I think the UK is beautiful. I I personally think we have the best countrysides. You know, I know some people could be angry about that. The history of the UK is fascinating. Um, I think sometimes people, I'm not saying the person that asks this question, feels this way. But I think sometimes there's like, when you speak to people who are like descendants of immigrants to a country, there's kind of this awkward, like, do you like it here? And I mean, yes, I I, I grew up here. I love it here. This is my culture. Um, Even though most of my following, funnily enough, is American. Like, I think I checked my, last time I checked my insights, I think 86% of my following is from the United States and then uh, the next percent is from Australia funnily enough anyway I love the UK um if I had the option not the option I do have the option but in my if I was able to you know just petition to God be like hey I would stay here forever and it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful country and you know I think it's the best place ever so I do love living in the UK uh, next question, do you have a daily prayer routine? I think the only thing routine is that I pray as soon as I get up, and not in a, you know, like it'll literally be, I will wake up, I will still be laying in my bed, eyes closed, and I'll just be like, you know, dear God, thank you for allowing me to live another day, I pray that I use this day to glorify you, I pray, I end up usually praying for my family, for the global church, and then, so that's usually, I pray definitively when I get up and before I go to bed. I also, I tend to pray before I eat. I tend to pray before I work. Um, and then I usually, I'm of the belief that God should be your go-to for anything. So I just pray during random moments of the day in my head. It'll literally be like the traffic light is not working. Or I might be go to be late to something and i'll be like god please do not let me be late for this and i feel like that's how it should be we're supposed to take everything to the lord not just you know ultra serious spiritual stuff so i think that that would be my um daily prayer routine okay next question do you get despondent about the state of society yes and no i could get a I could get into a whole conversation about eschatology, but ultimately I'd say yes, because it is sad to see people just dead in their sin and proud about it. Um, That is sad to watch. Um, But ultimately I think, not if I think, I know Jesus is king over this world, the universe, everything in this world belongs to him. And no matter what your eschatological eschatological belief is, the end is that Jesus wins. That Jesus has won. And so, and as believers, that we'll, we will one day be with him. And so I just, knowing that all of this, all that we are going through, is part of God's plan for redemption, I can't feel despondent. Do you know what I mean? And I also think sometimes we, and I think this is true for every Christian in history, we think that the time that we're living in is uniquely awful. But I'm sure that the Christians that were living under Nero thought that it, it couldn't get worse. Like, I'm, sh- and you know, and then you look at the expansion of Christianity in Rome. And so I think I'm always also. Just understanding that nothing that's happening right now has God surprised. He's not surprised. He's not looking like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're doing that. He's fully in control. He's on his throne. And ultimately, this plan of eternity is his. And so I do trust in that. And so that doesn't allow me to fall into despair. I'm very hopeful. I am. So yeah, that's how I feel about the current state of society. Um, okay. Do you still like Candace Owens and Ali B. Stucky? Yeah. I don't have a problem with either of those ladies. Um, I listen to Ali B. Stucky. I don't really listen to her podcast. I mean, her podcast. I do listen to her podcast. I don't really listen to her political episodes for the most part, because quite frankly, I have no idea who these people that she's talking about are. Um... <laughs> uh. Speaking of which, I got a DM. I remember saying that I... I said on Twitter that I have no idea what's going on in American politics. Because I'm British. And somebody messaged me and was basically like, you're ignorant to the world. And so I asked her, Madam, do you know who the mayor of London is? Like, do you know who our MP is? And she was like, no, why would I know that? And I was like, so why do I need to know about American politics? Sorry. I just... I just found that so funny. But, um, yeah, I like Ali, um, I like Ali Beth Stuckey's. Candace Owens, I go to her less for theological, (laughs) um, stuff. I'm sure me and her have theological differences, but I do admire her as a Black woman who, in my view, lives out a lot of... She lives out her life in ways that I find very admirable. I think she's hilarious, um... And her book, Blackout, amazing. 10 out of 10 would recommend. So yeah, I love, um, Candace Owens is hilarious. Ali B. Stucky, I think she's great too. And so yeah, I, I do like them, definitely. How do you like to dress? What's your style? I like very basics, but like not. Kind of style i do like bright colors i just like like comfortable basic but chic i don't know also 70s <laughs> i don't think i have a cohesive aesthetic i love monochrome i love blocks of color i also like modern styles i'm not a fan of like prairie dresses i'm not a fan of I feel, I feel like whenever I say this, people take offense. I'm not trying to insult the way anyone dresses, I promise you. But, like, a lot of the, like, if you type in, like, Christian Modest Dressing on, Insta, on like, Pinterest, that's not really my style. Um, I don't know. I don't, think I, I don't think my style has a, I don't have a specific aesthetic. I just dress how I want to dress, really. It changes with the day kind of. But I definitely don't like, like, too much pomp and frills. That's a bit much for me. Um, I, I like... I like basics. Do you prefer no makeup makeup or glam? I prefer wearing no makeup, and if I do wear makeup, I prefer it being no makeup makeup. I feel like I look like a clown when I've had extreme glam. It just looks odd on me. Um... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. And also, I feel like when I wear too much makeup, I just want to claw it off my skin. And that's never, you know, that's never fun. So yeah, not a fan. Uh, next question. Is it true that women should never help their men with money? What do you think? Uh, I don't think this is true. I'm assuming when you mean women, you mean wives because I think it's a different ball game when you're a boyfriend and girlfriend anyway. But um, no, I don't think that's true. Um, I think it's great if a wife can supplement her husband's income and, you know, bring in resources into her home. I think that's amazing. Um, I think what the distinction should be, though, is that ultimately, in a Christian marriage, it is the, the duty to provide does fall on the husband. And so it shouldn't be on his wife's shoulders to provide for their household but a wife bringing in income into her family I I see no issue with that I think that's actually that's a really good thing if she um, wants to do that uh next question purity standards you'll use when dating or rules oh, that's a very good question I'm not of the opinion, I know some people like they don't kiss, they don't really touch, and I think that's amazing. I think when it comes to this, it needs to be, you need to be very 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 honest with yourself about what you can handle in terms of sexual, um, like what is going to pull you into sexual immorality. So for me personally, I would not want to have one-on-one dates at night at one of our houses by ourselves, that wouldn't be, that's not happening, um, even in the day really, um, there would be no making out, like, so no, like, to be crude, no tongues and stuff like that, we can kiss but no making out, I wouldn't really do things where maybe I'd be sitting in his lap, things like that, those are like my boundaries, things that I know would possibly lead into Um, sexual sin we're told to flee sexual immorality and so if you do feel like if you even peck that would be too much for you don't peck i i truly think this needs to be an area where you need to be extremely self-aware and talk to your partner and be very 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 honest with each other about what you can handle when it comes to physical intimacy before you're married Okay, next question. What is your favorite books? I feel like if you follow me, you know this. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, any book written by Enid Blyton, quite frankly, especially Mallory Towers, and Emma by Jane Austen. Those are my favorite books. Do you like living in London? Next question. I do like living in London. The only downside of London is that it's a secular wasteland. But like in terms of things to do, sites to see, just like general living culture. Oh, it's great. Expensive. Extremely expensive. But it's great. I, I do like London. Would I want to live here for ever? Absolutely not. It's way too expensive. You cannot afford um, at least to live well, you know, and not be scraping by every month unless you're like a multi-millionaire. London is not the place. I would like to live, you know, somewhere in the countryside. Not country, it doesn't have to be like rural country, but like in like a smaller little town slash city. Think, you know, like Leamington Spa, Somerset, you know, Dorset, places like that. Even though Dorset and Somerset aren't exactly cheap either, but nowhere is like London. Nowhere is expensive like London. Wow. Okay, next question. Do looks matter when choosing a guy? Yes. I don't know who has been telling you ladies that if you think looks are important, you're like an unspiritual Christian, but they have lost every bit of their mind. I just i need i'm going to be a bit a bit crude um a bit explicit, however, let's think about this when you marry someone you are making a commitment that you two are going to be together till death that you part, so your husband will be the only man you will be having sex with for the rest of your life. Please make sure that you are attracted to him. Please, I beg of you, make sure that you are attracted to that man before you get married. Because once you're married, that's it. D- uh, like, and like, it doesn't need to, don't let it be this lu- lukewarm, like, uh, I get, be attracted to your husband. I, I really do beg of you. Does that mean that you need to marry someone that looks like Henry Cavill? No, it doesn't. I, there are plenty of men that I, this makes me sound, it sounds a bit bad. There are men that I find attractive that aren't quote-unquote what society, you know, I don't know. Society says is attractive. But he needs to be attractive to you. Please make sure, looks do matter. Don't marry a man that you're not attracted to. That is not fair to him. That is not fair to you. And I, I need for you, yeah, don't, don't do that. Following question actually, this, this actually ties in pretty well. Do you have a guy type? Hmm, I don't really, I don't really have a type, like, I'm not really specific, like, oh, he has to have a beard, he needs to be six foot two, I just, like, very manly men, like, I'm not really attracted to, like, skinny guys, I know that much, I'm not really attracted to, like, ultra pale, (laughs) sounds so bad, like, you know, why are you giving <laughs> it's giving twilight that's not really my type but I'm not yeah I don't really I just like really just just masculine looking men that's really all I've and acting that's all I've really got I guess when it um when it comes to that uh next question Mmm do you practice any sports? Absolutely not. I have dyspraxia. Um, that is, it's a disorder. Is it a disorder? or condition? I don't know how you would classify it. Basically, my motor functions are off. Um, hand-eye coordination, not a thing. The most sports-like thing- Well, now that I say that. Roller skating, does that count as a sport? I can roller skate. I can ice skate. I can swim actually, but like things like football, basketball, uh, rugby, absolutely not. I will hurt myself and everybody else. What would be your dream? <laughs> I don't know this question. What would be your dream way <laughs> to <It's a> meet <laughs> Sorry, my friend asked this question, and she's doing this because <laughs> she has it in her head that the way that I meet my future husband is going to be something out of a Hallmark movie. I think I posted, like, a text that she sent me a few weeks ago. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I don't care. I do not care. Like, I would just like to meet him. That's really all I've got. Um, yeah. Would you be willing to be... (laughs) Would you be willing to be set up by friends or are you strictly online dating? Um, no, I don't have any issue. Again, I would just like to meet him. I'm not really fussed about how we meet. I I don't care. Um, If you would like to set me up with an eligible male that you know, my number is 07... Okay, let me stop. (laughs) Um, I think think I'm going to answer two more questions. Any advice for younger traditional women? I would say stand firm in your conviction. People will call you crazy. They will look at you like you're crazy. And you know, at some point you just have to be like, I understand what you guys are saying, but I don't care and I am this is how I feel. This is what I want to do in my life, you know. Make sure that ultimately Christ is that the foundation of the reason that you want to do this, not because I don't know some random person on Instagram, A.K.A. me, told you you should. It should be, um, rooted in the Lord your desire to live um, this lifestyle. And so yeah, make sure make sure that you just you know get thicker skin, straighten up your spine and just make sure that you are rooted in Christ. And I think that's the best way that you can stand firm in your convictions. I would also say tr- more practical things, try and stay out of debt. Um, if you can't, if you are in debt now, I would say work to get out of that debt before you get married. Um, if you're at college, I'm not one of those people that's like, women shouldn't go to college, I, do what you want. Um, but make sure that you are in a sound church. Make sure you surround yourself by sound friends. Do not get involved in the, you know, secular college hookups, drugs, alcohol scene. Don't do it. Stay far, far away from it. Um, try and find like-minded friends. If you can't find them who are alive, try find like-minded communities online. You might be able to make friends that way. And yeah, I think... You know, learn some practical skills, like maybe sewing, cooking, baking. Um, if you live at home with your parents, start homemaking now. You don't, don't wait until you get married to start homemaking. You live in a home. Even if you're in a dorm, say if you are at college, you can start homemaking. Put yourself in a mindset of serving those around you. So your parents, your siblings, your friends. And... Yeah, I think that's the best. That's one of the best ways that you can just set yourself up um, for success. So that would be um, just my bare bones advice for younger traditional ladies. And the last question that I'm going to answer is. Where did it go? Ah. Do you have a financial backup plan as a woman that wants to be a housewife? If so, what is it? Um, do I have a financial backup plan? I can't speak for other women. I do have savings, but I wouldn't, I don't see myself using those savings as like hideaway money from my husband at all. I think people underestimate that just... It's not, it's very unlikely. Okay, let me put it this way. I think we overestimate the chances of, God forbid you and your husband separate, that he'll just like take all the money out your your joint account and run. That's very like Maury, that's very Maury, very Hallmark, you know, movie <laughs> behavior. That's not really how that works. I think that also I, again, in the case that the unthinkable happens. I have had a job since I was 16. And so I don't see any reason why I wouldn't be able to get hired after, again, if the worst was to happen, because maybe it wouldn't be the most lucrative, cushy job, but I'd be able to get a job. Um, I also think that you know, smart decisions say like, in case your spouse dies, like having life insurance, things like that. I think people just underestimate just how smart <laughs> women that are homemakers are. I don't understand where there's this kind of viewpoint that they're all just going through life ditzy, like, la, 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 I don't focus on real world problems. I think everyone's very aware. Um, And so I don't have a backup plan, but I am a proponent of just making smart decisions and understanding that ultimately, I don't have control over what happens in this life. And it might be, It might be I might struggle for a time or something. Again, if the unthinkable happens. But no, I I don't really have a a backup plan. I don't really like that, I guess, would be my thing. I don't know if I answered that really well. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to end it here. This is definitely a longer episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, I hope it was (laughs) fun, I guess. (laughs) I'm going to figure out how to end these episodes without it being awkward. I promise you I'm going to. Today is not that day. So, please let me know if you like this. Give it a review. um, You know, follow, subscribe to the podcast. Send me a DM. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend i hope beginning of your week goes well and follow the podcast at what a breeze pod on instagram follow me at Lovely lovelypilled and at kimmy khadija and yeah i hope you guys have a great day see ya